This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J-Rod with you on a Friday. It's time for a little nickel or dime. We're going to get to our uh, fair place for the night, for the weekend. Coming up in Lightning Bets, home run prospects. There's some interesting ones out there. Some great matchups across Major League Baseball, including J-Rod's Dodgers going to uh, Atlanta tonight for a, uh, a rematch of the last year's National League Championship Series. So we'll get to all that coming up. But right now... We're going to dive into a little nickel or dime here, which we always attempt on this show, J-Rod. It's like this running joke. We used to do this segment all the time. And then we st- somehow we started getting off the rails with doing it. And now it's like, it's always, a, you see, it's like a challenge for us. Can we actually do a nickel or dime? But <laughs> but here's my thought. Today, we have to get through it. Because if we if we get through this segment, I can blame Joe O and Aaron. I could say oh, they're the reasons that we never get I through see. nickel or dime. I, I, could, I could be totally at, out of blame for well, this. As long as we don't talk about gas station food, then I think we're good. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll see, we did that a couple see, what, see what's happening. Here we go. We're going off. Again. Go. You're taking go. you're taking us out here. We're gonna get into Delino De Shields and Dodgers trades over the years, and then oh, we're cooked. Nightmare. Paul what's Canerco. the worst one? Or, or quickly, if you had to peg your worst dodge, the worst Dodger trade of all time. What's the one worst that- of all time? Of all time, yeah. the Dodgers traded Pedro Martinez to the Expos for Delino De Shields. Now, here at the time it made sense because it all happened, it was all the fault of the LA riots. Because because of the L.A. riots in 1992, the Expos came to L.A. and played six games in four days because the Expos were in L.A., so they had to make up all those games. And Delino to Shields in those six games, I think he was on base something like 30 times. He absolutely destroyed the Dodgers that weekend. So the Dodgers were like, hey, this guy. And and Lasorda hated Pedro Martinez. Too skinny. He's never going to make it. At best, he'll be a spot reliever. I know his brother pitches for us. So they traded him to 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 the Mon- to Montreal for Delano Deschutes, and Delano Deschutes had an okay career. He fouled the ball off home plate and busted his eye, and he was never the same. And then Pedro, well, there you have it. That's crazy. I, that, I never heard that part of the story. The LA riots and kept keeping the Expos out there. And yeah, and that was a different time where people thought he was too small to be a starter. Right? He couldn't handle the workload of being a starter. Lasorda hated it. Lasorda didn't want it. He, had, he didn't believe it. But they, they, his brother was there too, right? The Ramon. Yeah, Ramon Martinez was was a mainstay. I mean, Ramon Martinez was right. was the franchise. He was the face of the. He was he was Clayton Kershaw uh, in the in the early to mid nineties for the Dodgers. He was their ace. Yeah, and then he, he was bigger too. He he kind of had that build. He looked like right. the starting pitcher, and he looked like your quintessential long, yeah. lanky, big, you know, big long arms. What Pedro had, Pedro had these fingers that were just you know they were out to here. That's that's the thing where he could grip the ball better. I think that's that's where I think a lot of people miss or underestimated Pedro. Yeah, he was a, he was a smaller guy, but he had these long fingers. He could really control the baseball. Yeah, it's it's interesting how that played out. All right, let's get to a nickel or dime here as we uh, we go down a rabbit hole of uh, Dodgers trades over the years. Jake, what do we got? What do we have today? I would just like to say I'm all motivated to get through this because then I am also absolved of blame because Joe loves to blame me as well. So. <laughs> We, it's all man. Joe's fault if we get through this. Agree. It's obvious. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah, let's Who's do it. Here? Let's... Me, you, Paul. Who's not here? Joe, Aaron. Huh. Yeah. This what do math, you know? This math Cheers. is mathing. That's what I like. All right. So that being said, let's do the first question. Nickel or dime? First time in six months or so? Would About, you rather yeah. go $500 the nickel on the Phillies to win the NL East at 15 no. to 1? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right, Joe G. Or the dime on the Twins plus one forty five to win the AL Central. 
So I don't, even, I don't even like the Twins that much. And, and I think there's a real chance the Guardians actually steal that division from both the White Sox and the Twins. But I've got to go with the Twins in this exercise because the Twins have a much better chance to win their division. I know I'm laying more to win less, but there's a reason for that. Look, J-Rod, I, I think the Phillies have a chance to make the playoffs. I, they're in that mix, right? They're, I, I'd say there's seven or eight teams for six spots. And if there's injuries somewhere, the Brewers pitching – you know, whatever. This this all will play itself out. They have a, a real chance. I can see the Phillies finishing 86, 87 wins. They're going to be right at the end there. But win the division, there's no – they're not winning this division. They're not catching the Mets and the Braves. I, I'm on the Twins here because I just can't see the Phillies doing that. On this very program, on Memorial Day, I said, why don't we look at the Cleveland Guardians at 10-1 to 1 to win the American League Central? I went ahead and bought me a little ticket. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. So comparing the Twins and the Phillies, I would be contrarian to my bet, but I'm not going to bet on the Phillies. So I think the Twins are where I would go. Because simply put, if you do the math, the Twins, 18 of their last 23 games, Royals, Tigers, Angels, wow. and White Sox. So if it's close... I'm gonna go with the Twins. Yeah, there's a lot of wins there, and like both now, the five of those are... games are against the Guardians. Eighteen of those twenty-three, five are right. against the Guardians. But that's a lot of bad teams. They're gonna the Twins are gonna be facing down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, look, the, both the Phillies and Twins could win several games. They both could win eighty-seven mm-hmm. games. But one team has the Mets and Braves in their division, and one team has the White Sox and the Guardians. It, it, the, the Twins are the play here. Is there anything that the Phillies could do that would opinion? Like, if the Phillies traded for Luis Castillo tomorrow or Ian Happ tomorrow, like, does that change your opinion at all? Yeah, or Frankie Montas, someone like that. Yeah, I, I think yeah, – if the, and I, they might. I mean, J-Rod, the Phillies are desperate. Like, they haven't made the playoffs in 11 years. Like I, I could see them trading away their best prospects to try to make the playoffs this year. So, it, I could change my mind. But as of right now, I just think they're a couple players short. Their, their defense stinks. Their starting pitcher short. And the bullpen is just a travesty. But, yeah, I could change my mind. Would J-Rod, would you change your mind if the Phillies acquired a, a star pitcher? Well, sh- well, yeah, of course. I mean, he- here's, here's, here's the thing. The, the, the genius of adding another team is that now, you know, uh, all you got to do is hover around 85, 86 wins, right. and you're going to be in the mix. So for the owners, they're, they're, they're eating that up like hungry, hungry little hippos because now there's more meaningful games in September. And I think if the Phillies are serious, because they're not going to catch the Mets, they're not going to catch the Braves, but they can definitely be one of those three wild card teams uh, you know, to, to get in there. Uh, they, they can definitely do it. And, and as we've seen with the Braves, as we've seen with the Marlins, as we've seen with a lot of wild card teams, you get hot. I don't think they can. I don't think they've got you know short series is to win or even seven game series is to win. I think that you can get hot and you can get in the playoffs and you can do some damage, but yeah, I think they could. And, you know, they got one of the best players in baseball in Bryce Harper. So why not? As long as his blisters aren't getting infected, which is so bizarre. It's It's so Phillies to get an infected blister that keeps you out. What? Four days, three days. It's so Phillies. It's weird. I've never heard like blisters are a thing, right? Pitchers get them, even hitters get the calluses, but like, who gets an infection underneath the blister? It is Phillies. Seems ridiculous. It is very, very, very. All right. Next question. NBA Rookie of the Year. Would you rather go the nickel on Jaden Ivey plus 850 or the dime on Paolo plus 350? What do you think of J-Rod? Well, I, I want to make some money on this, so I'm going to go with Ivy. I think I think only because I think I think Ivy is going to be in a, in a, in a position where he is going to be on a team that's going to be pretty good. Um, I think they're similar because then they're both gonna they're both gonna be facilitators. They're both gonna touch the the the, the basketball, but I th- I think most people are gonna want to see 
uh, Paolo. So, uh, so just to be contrarian, I'm going to go with Ivy. I'll go Paolo uh, because I just think he's going to initiate the whole offense. They're going to turn mm-hmm. the team over to him right away. And, you know, in, in Detroit, they do have Cade Cunningham, who will have the ball in his hands a lot and, and will really be more the focal point of that team. I love Ivy, though. I think he has a chance to be the best player in this draft. But I'll go Paolo, plus 350. Uh, I'll put a, a dime on that because I think he's got the best chance to put the best numbers as a rookie. guys have any interest on a Cavs like bomb like look we all know the Pistons aren't winning anything next year but if they, could they sneak into the playoffs is like a 500 to 1 ticket and with like a potential prop swap flip Does have any interest for you guys at all yes yeah I could see them in the mix for the 8 seed I, I feel like the second half of the year I gotta look at the numbers but doesn't it feel like the second half of the year they they played they, competitive they did. basketball All of a- Covering, they were a cover machine. Right, that's what, remember I was talking about that because yeah. the Sixers played them in Detroit and they they covered. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. And they have cap room. Like I don't know what they're going to do with it, but they right. could add something here. There's, there's only like three or four teams that have real cap room this summer. They're one of them. So yeah, that you might want to take that now because if they land a legitimate player, that number is going to move. Or like a Dwayne Casey, those numbers aren't posted, but potential coach of the year. He's done it before with the Raptors. Yeah. I like so, that. He's he's low key a great coach, you yeah. know. And I, he got fired after he won Coach of the Year. But, right? Yeah. Isn't that wild? But but I, yeah, and then and then they go on and win the the the, the NBA championship too. Uh, but no, I I like I like with I like you know here in Miami we always talk about culture, culture, culture. I think they're starting to build that in Detroit. They got some good people, people that want to be there, and you know if, if Aiton ends up over there. They could they could do some they could do some damage. I mean they're not going to win the title, but they can they can get into the dance mm-hmm. at least yeah, like playing it. game. All right, Paul, don't follow-ups? Yeah, for now. Cool. Okay. Just want to make sure. All right, to the NFL then. Which team would you rather pick to win 10-plus games? Nickel on the Seahawks at 18-1, to 1, or the Dime on the Steelers at plus 250? I mean, the obvious answer is the Steelers. They could do this with Mike Tomlin, but... I don't know. There's something fun about the idea of going with the Seahawks. I, 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 I might, I'm going to choose that one, the Seahawks, mostly for the fun of it. And I... I just think it'd be fat. Like if they got Baker Mayfield and they caught a couple breaks and they turn out to be a decent team, the storyline of them being better than Russell Wilson or the same as Russell Wilson year one would be awesome. It would just be wild to follow that because everyone assumes the Seahawks are going to be awful and Russell Wilson's going to go deep in the playoffs. We'll see on that. Uh, I'll go. I'll go wild here and I'll put it on the Seahawks, even though without a trade for Baker, their quarterback situation might be the worst in the NFL. Do I get two years to win ten games or one? I <laughs> just one. <laughs> Just one year, oh! I, I think I think I think to I, I I'd probably go with the, C, the the Seahawks. I think neither team's gonna do it, but I think the Seahawks would be fun uh, to sort of be the you know the, to root for them. It, it'd be it'd be a good reason to watch Seattle Seahawks football next year. You so know, I wonder. Uh, we, we we've gotten to that point where we have to make some kind of an outlandish wager to be able to to stomach Seattle Seahawks football next year. Well, they're going to run the ball like 50 times a game and try to win the games with Drew Locke. It's going to be like, – there's nothing sadder than the headlines about Drew Locke and Geno Smith in a quarterback competition. Like, imagine being a Seahawks fan. Like, that's awful. That's that's sad. I, I see a lot of 9-6 in the rain in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, don't well, see me not watching. Yeah, right. Can't wait for their primetime games. Will the Panthers and Seahawks combine for 10 wins? <laughs> Is Baker playing for one of them? Or no? How about we'll start with no? Then then no. 
at four seven. and five, four and five, yeah, two, two, four and five teams. Yeah, I feel like Baker or, could push one yeah, of them to the win seven teams. win range if he gets yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, no way, no way. What about Atlanta? What about Atlanta, Carolina, and Seattle? Can we get to twelve? I think Atlanta could be better than people think. I'm not. Yeah. They won seven last year. Okay. Well, bad team. Tennessee, Carolina, and Seattle. Can we get to 12? So 12 I think and a half. Tennessee, I think, could be, like, good. Though I think they'll win, like, seven, eight. They could be, like, their disaster could be win seven, eight games and miss the playoffs after being the one seed last year. Yeah. Yeah, but in Carolina, doing 15 right out of the gate, too. So That's true. Well, they could. I mean, yeah. They're going to start Sam Darnold with Matt Corral behind him. I mean, that team could be, could be awful if they don't fix quarterback. So which one of those teams is more likely to get to 10 wins if Baker's there, Carolina or Seattle? Oh, good follow-up. Carolina with their defense. And the division, right? Because Seattle's supposed yeah. to face Arizona, San Francisco, and the Rams twice. And champs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think Carolina. Carolina with, Carolina with Baker. Is it time for Paul to start betting on the Panthers again? Are we back? Last undefeated team? Let's go, <laughs> no. Baker. Can't let you do it this year. No, let's, we can't. Please don't. All right. I'm, I'm going to take a audible here, Paul, since the Open's still a couple weeks away, if that's cool with you. That's fine. I just want to rip on Zalatoris. Yeah, I mean, we can do that at any day. I choose vomit in that question. Anyway, <laughs> um, new MVP polls just came out at MLB.com today. Yep. And AL MVP, they have... Jose Ramirez second judges odds now are at even at least on FanDuel. So would you rather go the nickel on Jose Ramirez at 11 to one or the diamond judge at even nickel on Jose? He's still 11 yeah. to one. Yeah. That's a little surprising. Yeah. Alvarez has passed him now. You're done uh, after his big week here. So he's, he's sitting at plus nine. I'd rather go Jose. I mean, if judge misses time, if he gets the judge has to get hurt for any of these things to happen, but <laughs> once I'd again, I, we're cheering for a judge injury. Yeah, a little bit. It's not a serious one, just, just a small yeah. one. Uh, I like the Jose Ramirez angle, J-Rod. He's, he's tremendous, and if they make the playoffs, he, I mean, he carried them in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, if, if, but the, that, would be, that would be the caveat. I, I think Judge is the way to go because it's the Yankees, it's the team in baseball, it's blah, blah, blah. I, I, think, I think for Jose to win at the MVP, the Guardians have to get into the playoffs, and, and that's too much of a risk for me. So Judge is, is as close to a sure thing as you're going to get. He is. I mean, he's going he's gonna to win the MVP, right? If Aaron just stays mm-hmm. healthy, he's on pace for 60-something home runs. They're going to win 150. How many games, games would he have to miss? Like, I mean, if he tweaks a hammy and misses one stint on the 10-day IL, he probably can still win it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. He'd have to miss, a, I, I don't know, a month? A Machado kind of injury where it's like he's out of six weeks. Yeah. What was interesting from that poll, because I read it, Otani wasn't even in the top five, and he has the second best odds for MVP. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's had some moments, but he has not played like he did last year overall. I think we're just Although, still like – Although, I'll tell you what, has there, any, has there been a baseball player to have two consecutive games – Like that? With the no. impact that Shohei nope. Otani – Two homers, eight RBIs, and then eight shutout innings with 13 strikeouts. Wow. Never will happen again. No. Never, ever, ever will happen again. Unless it's him. They, somebody it. will hit 57 straight games before that happens again. You're probably right on that. Joe G, J-Rod with you on a Friday. We'll come back. Lightning bets for tonight and this weekend right here on the BetQL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.